brute force. If it doesn't work, you're just not using enough. You're listening to Software Radio, special operations military news, and straight talk with the guys in the community. Softrep.com, on time, on target. Jack Murphy is doing the tagline with me, or the opening line, whatever you would call it. Uh, I'm Ian Scotto. I, we all got the SHOT Show. Well, we, we got here in Las Vegas for SHOT Show yesterday. I've been hanging out in the house. It's been a great time. But today was the media range day, and I'm sitting around at the house with several familiar voices from the site. So I feel like it might as well have everybody just introduce who they are. We're starting with Travis, or... Hey, I'm Travis Pike, and I uh, write for Arms Guide. And, and you should say your military background. Oh, okay. like I'm a former Marine machine gunner. I uh, got out in 2013. So you're not too smart? Or, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Kurt Trotter. Um, I write for SoftRep. Um, I'm a former United States Marine, uh, embarkation logistics specialist, because I'm fucking high speed, and uh, former Peshmerga, and uh, a bit of time in the Ukrainian Army. And I should throw out there, Kurt's the, the the one guy here. It's the first time meeting you, and I've talked to you before, you know, by phone and all that. Yeah, yeah but we, it's, did a, we did a quick radio one uh, where I called. We called in me and Jack via like Skype. Yeah, and but then, like it, it's awesome just meeting new people yes. here for the site. So, and uh, this is my first time at Shot Show. So, yeah, which is interesting because everybody else here has been to Media Range Day, so it's gonna be cool getting your perspective. But anyway, hey, Eric Meisner, uh, writing for the Loadout Room for about the last three years, uh, former U.S. Army Ranger. And uh, third time at SHOT Show with this crowd. Hell yeah. Uh, Rex Nenorum, the king of the midgets, except no imitations. Also formerly a second ranger battalion with Eric there, um, writing for Loadout Room. Are you going to say your actual name? Or? No, no, it's a secret. So it's, it's Jen's Hammer is next to me. <laughs> uh, it was a secret. <laughs> you, don't, you don't write under a pseudonym, right? I do. You do? Yeah. You want me to? You want me to delete that out? No. I could. My author page says my name on it, yeah, so it's not that big of a secret. I always you thought that you wrote as your real name, so <laughs> I. Nope. As long as it's not a secret, then I'm keeping it no, in. No, it's not a real big secret. It's a Latin translation of a military nickname. I was called the King of the Midgets. Okay. Thus, Rex and the Norm. <laughs> so, so talking so media range day. I guess uh, Kurt would be the most interesting person to hear from because everybody else here has has been there and you're experiencing this <laughs> you're you're experiencing this for the first time which which I think is great so what were your first impressions okay well yeah well like this shot show well uh, for range day specifically man it blew my mind like it's kind of a, a sensory overload because you got gunfire and tactical beard dudes walking everywhere and Instructor Zero and like <laughs> James Yeager was not there. I don't unless you saw. No, him. he was. Yeah. He oh was my there. god. He gained, he gained a lot of weight and got shorter somehow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, but yeah, and it was just like, but at the same time, it was really cool because we could get to walk around and talk to a lot of people. And at first, it was like, oh, I don't really know what to ask you. Is that a gun or, you know, is that a piece of gear? Like, but uh, uh, it was a really good experience. You know, you get to walk, wander around, you get to pick up guns, and they're like, hey, come shoot this. You want to shoot this? Like, you know, they just kind of move you along. And um, it, honestly, as uh, from the other side of things, like, it's like, it's just great to be around, like, everybody because we all, we all write and not necessarily don't have as much FaceTime or as we we should or could and uh this is like that opportunity to um uh get together and you know just be like hey what's up man i read your stuff or i know you from this or so yeah that's true even beyond the range day just like getting here being in a house with everybody and and we all work together but don't see each other it's like a cool bonding experience beyond all that um, and and you got to see Tonto, I know. You guys yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was rocking those sweet HD sunglasses. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, Yeah, I won't call him to his face, but I'll do it on the podcast. <laughs> no, no. And Tonto uh, was a really cool guy. I, honestly, I wanted to get a picture with him, but I didn't want to feel like a fucking nerd. So, um, well, you know, there's a million people. That, I was like, hey, can I get a they, picture of both of you? <laughs> yeah, they they did because you know they're they're within the same uh, uh, regiment, battalion, and yeah. squad, yeah. and like yeah, and so, Eric and Jen just talking about stuff right and I'm, I'm like oh, I'll, I'll just let him be but he was a really cool guy so that was pretty awesome um, I, just I respect him a lot for what he says but I, I just had to get a little jab in there on those sunglasses <laughs> so, so then I guess from the other perspective whichever of you guys wants to go first like what if anything was different this year than in previous years well I'll go last year was my first time so it was kind of like in Kurt's situation I had no plan was at least this time I actually had right. a plan kind of got to experience a lot okay, more of it I would say it's actually really, really well organized for the amount of people that are there. And then, you know, you're shooting someone else's ammo, so it's always fun to yeah. So a lot of select fire stuff, that's a lot of fun. Especially stuff that you're not going to play with because it's post-86. So, I mean, it's, it's a really good time. If you, anyone can get out there, you should. At least for an hour. Yeah. It's, uh, it's my second year as well. Um, what's changed? Uh, I didn't really see much that's changed since last year. But... Uh, you know, like they were saying, uh, having a plan going into it your second year, um, you get to see a lot more stuff, and you're a little more organized. You get to see a lot more booths. Um, what Range Day is really all about, besides putting hands-on trigger time, um, it's a very condensed version of Shot Show itself. So you get to see products that are in a in a very crowded market, and it's easy to pick one out that's got that little glint of innovation, which is so hard to come by. Um, it's really hard to push the market forward in an area of you know, rails, vertical grips, butt stocks, and whatnot, where there's so many manufacturers producing products. But even in this show, you get to see little products that stick out, and, and they stick with you, and you get to make a contact, get a card, and, you know, it makes you stop by certain booths for a follow-up interview that you wouldn't have got otherwise. Yeah, I guess I'm the uh, veteran here. If I've done it for three years, and these guys have done it for two, and it's pretty much the same. First year, it's kind of eye-opening. Second year, you have a plan. Third year, that's kind of the same thing, but you're just hanging out with everybody and meeting some faces and watching Kurt get all googly-eyed when he saw Inspector <laughs> Zero and want a picture with him. That's not what happened. That's exactly what you, happened. You were the one that, let's go take a selfie, and I fucking went with you. I'm like, I'll go with you, bro. Okay, it was, it was like, his camera. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But anyhow, I digress. He digresses, too. No, but it was fun because you can get to, get to meet manufacturers and stuff like that, and I remember last year actually getting to talk to the guy that designed the Ruger Precision Rifle, and it was a rifle that I had purchased and written a few articles on and have been kind of working through and it's just that's the only place you'd get an opportunity to talk to the actual man that you know designed a a firearm or something so it's good it's a good time 
I think it's so cool. Yeah, it's, it, and and it's also just more exclusive, as you were saying, than the show itself because mm-hmm. it's just media, and you everybody has to sign up pretty far in advance to be able to shoot all this stuff. What was your favorite stuff to shoot today? Uh, to me, it was the uh, the new Tavor TS12. It's a bullpup shotgun, holds fifteen rounds, it's semi-automatic, and it's just a really brilliant design. So that's the probably the thing I'm most excited about at this shot show. Ooh. Um... So, out of the handguns, I was incredibly impressed by something I'd been eyeballing for a while, which I believe, um, I, I actually, I script the nomenclature, but it's a, I think it's a Walther PQ7 match. Uh, P5 match. P5 match. Is it the one with the blue trigger? Yep. Yeah, that's it. The P5 match. And man, uh, I got some footage shooting that thing. It's just a tap drive. The gun shot itself. I just kind of pressed the trigger a little bit. Um, and then the, uh, the thing that really was really cool was the, um, What's that thing called? The, not the not the monster, but the um, uh, mutant. The mutant yeah. uh, by CMMG, which is a a full auto uh, uh, AR that accepts AK forty seven mags and ammo, or seventy uh, seven six two by thirty thirty nine. And uh, man, that thing was cool. Just flat shooting, real easy to handle and control. Had the uh, the feel of an AK, but like that flat shooting of an AR. So um, anyway, that was that was, that was mine. Uh, CMMG did have a good booth. Last year they impressed me a lot as well. Um, the Mutant and the Anvil were two of my highlights from last year, and, and the Mutant was still just as fun. The Guard was a, a good time as well, their pistol caliber carbine. Um, but jumping on from there, um, <laughs> heading over to the Glock booth, you know, getting a little more hands-on time with the 43, which a lot of people have been considering for concealed carry. Um, and the 19X, which you know, universal opinion seems to be they picked the wrong frame and the wrong slide, and it should have been the 17X, but... Um, for as funky as it looks and uh, all that, it felt great in the hand and it shot really well. It was one of the best guns Agreed. I shot today. Agreed. Yeah. For me, it was uh, the Rock, Rock Island Armory. Oh, yeah. That, uh, it's a 1911 uh, frame, yeah. but it shoots a 22 TCM, which is a tiny little like 223 round uh, coming out at like 2100 feet per second Something out of a handgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid barrel. fast. Yeah. And it also comes with a 9mm yeah. barrel to swap out, and it was all for. What, about eight hundred bucks? Uh, no, more like seven fifty, seven hundred. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. crazy. So, yeah. and I'm a I'm a Glock guy. I've never even considered a nineteen. And they have lifetime warranties as well, I believe. They yeah. did. Yeah. yeah, like so, not, not even lifetime warranties. It's like the he said it was lifetime. transferable. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. said it was even transferable. Right. So that's something I'm going to look into purchasing. And another thing I wonder, and this is probably a different answer for all of you guys since we're all from different states and, and there's different gun laws, of course, sure. but as gear guys, was there anything that you felt like, I have to buy this? And was there stuff that you would buy that you can't buy in your state? I'm wondering because every state has, has different gun laws. I mean, here in New York, where, where I'm from in New York, there's a whole ton of shit at range day that I absolutely would not be able to buy. So, No, I live in Florida, so... Everything's pretty much. Hell yeah! I mean, you can get pretty much anything except for some Dragon's Breath shotgun ammo for some reason. Um, what I am gonna buy is definitely the, the Tabor shotgun and um, Mossberg's new 500M, the magazine-fed M500. Um, if there was would be anything, it'd be the, uh, the probably the Guard Select Fire. If it was a possibility, that's probably what I'd buy. You don't need to know where I live. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm from Washington State, so uh, land of. Uh, grass and hippies um and uh we can't have machine guns so i would definitely take any of the fucking full auto stuff um uh but the mutant for sure um but uh the thing that i definitely am probably gonna buy is that walther um i i like that handgun a lot and um that'd be cheap to play around and plink around at the range so definitely definitely 
Well, I've modified my uh, Glock 17 so much, it's firmly out of contention for concealed carry for the rest of the foreseeable future. So I've been looking into a lot of different concealed carry options to replace it. And the Glock 43, it was nice to get some more trigger time on that. And the Walther PPS M2 as well. Both of those shot really well. Um, tried that Hudson. And they've got a, a newer version out this year, a little lighter. Um, shot that side by side with the older version from last year. And um, watching the video of, of both of us firing it, Kurt and I, um, you noticed that the really light slide on it led to very little muzzle rise, which was nice, but neither of us was impressed with anything else about the gun, not the trigger, not the sights. Um, it, it didn't really ring the bell so much. I mean, for a thousand bucks, I, I was expecting more, um, you know, when I could, you know, if I'm going to pay the price of two Glocks or two, or two whatever, um, it's just why I, I agree with what he just said. Is, is there any video going up? Oh, yeah. You got nice. He, he should, he should. So loadoutroom.com? Yeah, we'll have some video up on the Facebook page for sure um, soon, and we'll talk with Scott, the editor, and, and see about getting a video up there, um, up on the page. And then, Eric, i got to get your take on what you would yeah, buy, no, what you I can live, buy. Right. I live in northern Michigan. It's pretty rural, pretty loosey-goosey with the laws. You can throw hand grenades out of the upstairs <laughs> windows. It doesn't oh, really matter. Fuck. But um, so there wasn't anything there that I you know can't have at home. But th that uh, Rock Island Armory, that 1911, I think is something that I wouldn't normally gravitate towards. And just having the opportunity to shoot it and put a few rounds down range, I think I'm going to end up looking at that. All right. So Mark Miller, Green Beret, uh, has approached the table as it's, it's a bunch. It's a bunch of us at this house. But I, I figured I would ask you because you're really when we were saying like the newbies to Shot Show, like Kurt, you're the veteran here. You've probably been to more range days than than all these guys, I believe, right? I've been the last four in a row, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think that's more than everybody. So I'm wondering. He's so cool, he doesn't even come to range. Day. He goes to his own private range day somewhere else. <laughs> so were you at a different range three day? Range yeah, days. There's, yeah, there's no, more. I've been to three. I've been to three range days in the last two days. <laughs> so that okay. So then I should ask, like, what in particular at any of those range days stood out to you this year as opposed to in? previous years well i mean there's a lot of good stuff and it, it's hard to, to say, but i tell you the the new thing i see coming is the sig 320 the modular and i got the chance today to shoot the new uh department of defense service gun which they're calling the m17 it's a version of 320 it's got a manual safety uh it's got a really excellent trigger and uh it's 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 a great shooting gun but the modular nature of it is going to let guys in the field you can change calibers and sizes and frames, and it's going to be so easy to repair. And I don't know how many millions of rounds it's going to take to wear out the trigger module, but everything else is a part except for the trigger module. And that's what makes it so clever. And so it's, it, that's, the, that's the way of the future. That, that modularity uh, is going to come to other guns because the serial number is actually one. There's a little, basically, like imagine a little steel box. I'm trying to remember we're talking on the sure, radio. Sure. There's there a steel box about the size of your thumb. And all the parts for the gun fit in there and it drops into a plastic frame. So it, it's got a frame just like conventional handguns, but there's this box of parts and you can move it. So you can literally move it to a completely different gun. And uh, there was some controversy earlier this year about uh, guys videotaping drop test where they found a particular angle with a certain kind of trigger. Well, the Army never had that trigger, and Homeland Security is also buying, you know, like 20,000 of these guns. Uh, they have a different trigger, and Glock's, I mean, excuse me, uh, SIG is fixing all the, the triggers for free. They're retrofitting them. So it's really a non-issue that they created by coming up with this precise way to drop it. But uh, that it's passed all the drop tests of the Army and the Department of Homeland Security, so it's a 
It's a great gun. The, the future is bright. There's already a company making a carbine. XO1 is making a carbine built around that feature. And so there's a, there's a lot of stuff coming. But that's the modular gun. Wow. Out of curiosity, I was just wondering with, you know, what happened here in Las Vegas with the shooting. Was there any um, further uh, security at these range days than what you've seen in previous years? No. Just wondering out of No, know, everything seemed pretty much the same. But, I mean, places where there are guns are safe. Of, of course, but I just yeah, don't go. No. no, of course, but I I just wonder if they're taking any yeah. you know bigger precautions because this was where this horrible tragedy happened, and I I, I would assume that they're just thinking we got to cover our ass if we're going to have a shooting convention here. So yeah. well, you know, one thing I, I remember having this because I remember thinking of this, but it was uh, you know I saw the police officers doing their patrols, and I was like I was like oh man that guy's got a gun, but you know you see police officer I'm like oh he's armed, and then I'm like. Fuck everybody's armed. Like, what, what, are you, what, are you, what are they gonna do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like it's more likely one of these guys with a. If something weird bad to happen, it's more likely one of the people in the firing line are gonna turn around and smoke a bad dude before the cops even have time to respond. Well, it was just yeah. A lot, a lot of people don't know this, but in the shot show itself, not at range day, but in the show, all those guns have been deactivated. Yes, mm-hmm. they, they've mm-hmm. modified parts or removed parts or whatever. So that's a gun-free zone, which means it's dangerous, and I don't like. I there's like not that. there's not guys carrying. No, we're not allowed. No, 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 no. Just, just the police, and it's enforced. Like they'll yeah. just throw you out. You got very interesting. See that I wasn't totally aware of. Yeah. Yeah, one of the interesting things, though, is that in terms of EDC of other stuff, everybody in this house seems like they brought something. I was wor- worried about bringing I any know type what you're of. Talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about bringing any type of pocket knife because of like you know airport security and all that shit. I have certain things that you wonder: Will this get through airport security? Will it not? You know, and and you just my don't. five eleven pen made it through. Did it? See, I was gonna bring, I was gonna yeah, bring yeah. my crate club pin, and then uh, I was like, oh, it might not make it through, so I don't Scott lose it. Scott brought his, and it made it through. I know. No, I, I was I gonna bring the letter opener. I didn't. I was gonna bring the the multi tool from the first crate club that fits in your wallet. The one that's like a bottle opener and it's like a brass knuckles, very easy to fit in your wallet. I don't know if they would have detected it or not. I I just didn't bring it though yeah. to be safe. Um, I may or may not have gotten some of those through security accidentally, but <laughs> I don't recommend it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, I wonder if they would if they would know the um, the tactical belt. Is that what you have? Yeah, from. Oh, did you Sweet. You were fine yes. with that? No, the he, survival he, belt. He drove. Okay. He drove. No, I, I drove. Drove. Oh, but, well, I was, I, uh, I was on an airplane with, uh, well, actually, I forgot I had it because mm-hmm. I wear this every day. And I'm in the line for x-ray. They're like, remove your belt. And I'm like, oh. This so <laughs> so I, set it, I set it straight up. Yeah, mm-hmm. so and I guess it doesn't show the profile. But not, there was no dangerous prohibited items <laughs> in the <laughs> on TSA. This is a hypothetical story. That survival belt, I always think, like, if you need to get into an arena, a concert, whatever, they would have no idea. That looks like yeah. any other belt. They, would, yeah. they wouldn't double check. It x-rays, too. But, but I don't want to lose this yeah. going through TSA. So I just so what I do now is I have my travel belt <laughs> and my I put this in my – you know, as long as it goes your bags, it's fine. So as we're recording, I see that Scott Whitner, editor of the Loadout Room, am I am I correct? I always forget people's positions, yeah, right? Sure. Former Marine is uh, is down here as well. You've been to several media range days. Anything in particular that you found different this year, which is the same thing I was just asking Mark. Uh, and, and get a little bit closer. Uh, different. They had some firearms we looked at with uh, Rock Island Armory. Which um, is what these guys have been talking about, yeah. what they're talking about. That seemed to be kind of the... The coolest thing, if you want to call it that, that we saw today, just with the round that you're, they're using in the gun, 
and the gun itself it just shoots really really well uh, for the gun people out there it's got a real flat trajectory uh, so it's just easy it's an overall easy to shoot and it's just kind of a cool round to see um, being being used in a handgun platform so that was really cool to see um, some other stuff not really firearm related was uh, one of the companies that really helps us out and sponsors with like the Cray Club and with the loadout room is uh, Gator Sunglasses. Yeah, they're great. Gator's Eyewear. So they were there, uh, which I don't think they were there last year. No. Uh, so they had a booth there this year and uh, Nick Comatos, he's like, he's the head of the Raider Project and he's like a brand ambassador for Gators uh, and he's helped us out as well. So it was kind of cool to actually meet the guy face to face, you know, and uh just have some conversation with them, you know, about what they're doing and drum up some ideas that we're going to probably entertain this coming year uh, as far as working with him and Gators and the Raider Project and stuff. So it was just really cool, too, just from a network networking perspective because you're we spend a lot of time emailing back and forth with these people and stuff, you know, throughout the year, but we never really get to meet them face-to-face. So that, that that's really what is another cool thing about SHOT Show and the media range days, just being able to meet the people face-to-face that you deal with. Yeah, that's true. Gators puts out really quality stuff, and and I have a pair of Gators for, from one of the earlier crate clubs from I think last year. Last year but last yeah, Christmas. yeah, they're they're awesome. Um, anything that you know, tomorrow's the first day of the actual shot show. I'm leaving pretty early tomorrow, so I'm not even going to be at any of this stuff. But I'm wondering anything in particular you guys are looking forward to seeing at shot show. Which once again, you're not going to be able to shoot anything, but it's just checking out these platforms. Oh, uh, well, I'm uh, on the hunt for Pat McNamara. Um, <laughs> he's he's bird watching. I'm Pat McNamara watching. Um, <laughs> the Odyssean does a very good impression. <laughs> yes, he does. Um, I just that guy's one of definitely one of my uh, I don't want to I don't want to say heroes or idols, but like it's like that guy's very inspirational. I really w- would look forward to meeting him. Other um, than Instructor Zero. Other than, <laughs> other than Instructor Zero. No. <laughs> and. Um, and then I, I'm actually headed to uh, directly to the Spiritus System booth, uh, Systems booth. They make a chest rig. I'm very interested in uh, getting the look at, and uh, also they have some pretty sweet patches. I told my girlfriend I'd get her one. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'll bring you back a patch. Huh? No, it, no, it's cool. It's uh, from the the Adventure Time TV show. Right. It's like one of the characters, and it's a Spiritus Systems. She's like, "Oh my god, you got to get that." So I'm like, "All right, I'll go there." <laughs> But uh, yeah, and that's pretty much my plan. Other than that, like you said, it's my first year, so I don't have a fucking clue what I'm doing. Sure, just wandering around. Several, it's so many floors of you know because yeah, it, yeah. it's shot, which the acronym. It's not just shooting; it's shooting, hunting, outdoors, shooting and outdoor trade show, trade, trade show. show yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of the the hunting and outdoors shooting stuff too, which is a lot of just like the camo clothing, a lot of the camping stuff. So it's not just all yeah. firearms. Um, anything else that you guys haven't mentioned that you're looking forward to seeing tomorrow or? Yeah, there's a, a compact pistol from SIG called the P365 that uh, is supposed to rival the same size as the Glock 43. just holds 10 rounds instead of 6, so just wanted to get my hands on that and check it out. Nice. I'm going to be meeting with uh, Darren from Ranger Proof Arms. Um, he makes fantastic rifles, and I'm really excited to meet up with him and hopefully get something planned for another abusive test. Very cool. Shot shows always cost me money. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bottom line. I come here and see more crap I gotta buy. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else that, that you guys want to get into before? Well, I yeah. should get to you, Travis. Uh, CZ's booth. They're going to have two new models of the Scorpion, and now they're releasing suppressors. And then additional models of the Shadow, additional models of the P10. So I'm going to be hitting up their booth pretty early. Because they weren't at range day. So, yeah, titanium and standard. We're going to be doing both 9 millimeters. So. I like some titanium. 
And I uh, <laughs> integrally suppress barrel, I think, for the scorpion. Is Ooh. what one of their reels is going to be. So yeah, I want one of those. That's the school. Anything else that I'm that I'm missing, guys? That you guys want to mention yeah, about this? Uh... <laughs> I like gear and shit. <laughs> and because tonight we're we're heading off to the team room party, yeah. which I always love. That's really the reason I'm here. It's kind of the highlight of going and and meeting all these people who have read our stuff and listened to the podcast. It's, it's honestly overwhelming because, like, at least for me, the minute I walk in there and I'm talking to somebody, they're like, "That's you," because they know my voice and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know for you, you're, like you're saying, this is the first time you're meeting yeah, the like, readers, and there's going to be plenty of people who've read your stuff. I'm, so. I'm literally going to be like, nobody knows who I am. Like, hey, I'm Kurt. Hey, I'm Kurt. Like, who? Where's Jack? Where's Brandon? Where's, you know, whoever? The, the real person everybody's going to be asking for is the Odyssean, because no one knows who he looks yeah, like. Yeah, we're going to, like, make up a name for him or something. Like, it'll be like... Bob or something. <laughs> yeah. I, had this, I had this shirt on last year at Shot Show, and someone stopped me. They're like, "Oh my God, you work for Staff Rep?" I'm like, "Well, not really. I kind of do. Do you know Jack Murphy?" It's like, nah, I've never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who the guy is. Yeah, so we're we're looking very forward to that. So I guess if you want to see any of the videos, any of the reviews that you guys are currently working on as we're sitting at this table, it's loadoutroom.com, uh, and the arms guide is on the loadout room as well. So you'll be able to check out all of that stuff. Kurt is writing some articles, I guess, for the Arms Guide, right? No, 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 no. You're you're pointing at yourself. I don't know. What you're. I, I write for Soft Rep, and that's you wrote you write for various stuff, right? No, no. Sometimes they curate mine, but uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but um, I can't keep up with everybody uh, here. It's a it's a large <laughs> company at this point. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I often do get uh, accused of like forgetting about the loadout room and the Arms Guide, but it's just because no, all of, yeah. all of the guys in New York. It's me, Jack, Brandon. Right, right. Uh, we're you know. We're the SoftRep guys, yeah, so yeah. and no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can check out my stuff on SoftRep. I got a lot of uh, geopolitical stuff and uh, things happening in Syria and Kurdistan, and then occasionally I talk about some of my stories from whenever I was doing whatever something stupid. I'm sure. But, and you listen back to the Kurd episode, which I, I don't remember the exact number of, but I'll, uh, I'll link yeah. back to it. Um, you know, talking about the Peshmerga. Talking yeah. About, no. Cool. Well, so you uh, have to stop forgetting about us to load out room because I'll literally be like in my garage listening to the podcast screaming at you in the load out room come on the load out room I, I think we mentioned it on the last episode yeah, did, yeah. yeah. No, yeah you did because yeah. yeah, Danielle was talking about writing some reviews yeah. which someone apparently didn't want her posting a picture in a sports yeah, bra with uh with some knife, I guess, that, that we... That, uh, one yeah, so that was the hideout knife, which is yeah. one of the knives that's coming out in this one's crazy. You said you so. can't put them between the girls, huh? That, that's what she said, so... Leave <laughs> <laughs> it at that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I'll probably get some more audio that you'll hear right after this at the uh, Team Room event. We're looking forward to it. And it's been awesome hanging with these guys the past, like, 24 hours. I ate In-N-Out Burger twice in one day. That's the highlight for me. I wanted to go to In-N-Out Burger today, and they're like, oh, yeah. It wasn't even like one day. It was like within the same three hours. Yeah. (laughs) And I did uh, Kiss Mini Golf at the Odyssean today. That was a highlight for me. It was fucking awesome. It was so cool. There's a guy who's like a DJ at the Kiss Mini Golf thing, and he takes requests, and he announces the songs. So he's saying, you know, this is from... Ian wanted to hear Love Gun. And, and I was like, this guy, people have said I have a really cool job. I think that's a pretty cool job. And now, <laughs> announcing Kiss songs at Kiss Mini Golf. I, I, yeah, I would do that any day. I don't know if uh, any operational security stuff is involved here, but are you able to confirm or deny that the Odyssean shot uh, two shots under par in Mini Golf today? He did well. He did better than me, yeah. for All sure. Right. Well, now you've revealed his tactical operational status. <laughs> 
Yeah, people were people were very uh, upset at me saying that I was going to do mini golf at the Odyssey. they were like, "Because Islamic State is camping out mini golf in Vegas. <laughs> like, they're going to be here any minute. <laughs> they're coming. We're going to take them out. This legendary Odyssean and the damn radio host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I, you know, any value of me. But all right, cool. It's been great hanging with you guys. And we are off to the team room party. Thanks for having us. We are Negan. <laughs> So we are now at the team room event. Uh, two different guys here, you know, among many guys from the site. We have Frumentarius, former Navy SEAL, Christian Prosser, uh, former Marine, copy editor for the site. Drew, I have never met in person, and it's a pleasure to meet you, man. It's a pleasure to meet you, man. I'm as handsome as you imagined I would be. Yes, but so this is this is the first team room event you've actually done. Like, what's your whole reaction meeting the uh, readers of the fun, site? Man, it's a good time. I, I met a bunch of longtime readers, and I like I hadn't even met all the authors yet. So meeting them all in person's been awesome. Yeah. It's cool because you, you're one of the guys who really does not live around everybody. Yep. So you're meeting most of these people for the first uh, time. in the Ozarks in the Midwest. Yes. And Christian was at last year's party, which was different because we were at the House of Blues Foundation room. Correct. Which definitely a cooler view than this, not going to lie. But this is a pretty cool atmosphere. Like, who have you talked to that, uh, that's been interesting of just readers of the site? And, well, besides uh, materials. Yeah, Fru and Lions. Uh, I, I made my way, and uh, Scott Whitner and I are we're getting along. Him from the loadout room, he's pretty great. Uh, I'm I'm waiting. You know, the infamous BK is behind you, and he lives, refuses to come on. He lives 50 miles away from me, and I have not seen him. Yeah. in his face and make him speak. Yeah, he was like, eh, I've drank too much. I'm not going to come on right now. But it, Christian is actually the first time I've had on the podcast. Like, I, I have to set up a formal, regular interview with you. I, I'm not long. that sexy. It's going to be a lot of stories about like, and then we were pretty sure it was a dude. <laughs> but anyway, I, I just felt like I needed to get some audio here. Everybody's having a great time. Uh, James Powell is right in front of me, speaking with some readers of the site, speaking with your wife, Christian. Um, Jack Murphy is here. Rad we just did the raffle. Some really great crate club that, items. That's Alex Hollings right there. Alex Hollings the is talking Alex to Hollings. listeners. Alex, I should actually I should actually say to Alex, this is the first team room He's event you've been you to. Right I'm on oh, I'm, this, this is the first team room event that I have ever attended. So what's what's your uh just reaction to all of this? Honestly, what's incredible is meeting people like this, the people that whose names I see in the comment section every day in my articles. And I actually get to meet Michelle B. I get to meet Joni. I get to see a face and associate it with the people who are reading my work. Yeah. It's huge. It's a dream come true. I run over and see them because I, I, I see their comments all the time. Should, yeah. But yeah, I've met so many great listeners of the, of the show, readers of the site. I, I just told some people over there my entire life story. I'm shocked that people give a fuck. But like, this is fun, man. This I is say, having a great time. Okay. I walked in today and someone was like, hey, you're Alex Hollings, right? I read your article about, you know, the, about these flights to the area. 51. And it was like, you read, you, a NASA you read something I wrote? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a, it's a, child, it's so a childhood. Yeah, it's a dream come true for me to have people read something that I work on. And it's easy to forget when you're sitting at your desk all day just, you know, typing away. Yeah. That there's real people on the other side of the screen. It, it is know? cool. And uh, especially for you because it's a new experience. I feel like I've experienced this. However, there's new people. And yeah, I'm having a great time. So if, if you're here, I know you're having a great time. 
and for those who ha- who didn't make it, definitely if you can next year become a premium free club member, become a team room member, at the end it's, of the day, it's definitely worth it. The reason why I get to write in my pajamas, you know, the reason why you get to record your show is because these people are interested, because I, these people care, you know, and it's awesome to get to meet them. You know? So I'm gonna I'm gonna make my rounds and meet some more people, but I figured I'd get some audio of everybody. Yeah, by all means, man. Well, to sum everything up, I am actually back from SHOT Show now um, at my apartment recording this on my phone, kind of to keep up with the audio consistency here, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, Being able to go out to SHOT Show for the weekend and get all this great audio without bringing any equipment is pretty cool. Uh, I'm a big advocate of just using the iPhone to record audio um, as opposed to bringing all this stuff. I was able to travel to Vegas just to carry on and... uh, do my thing for just a few days I was there, which might surprise some of you that I'm back already because I really left as the actual SHOT Show festivities were beginning, um, mainly, to be completely honest, because of you guys, the audience. Um, you know, it's it's expected that we get two shows up every week, that I get these up on Wednesday and Friday on time on target. I'm well aware that sometimes I get them up later than uh, other days, but... I think for the past four years, I have been pretty consistent with getting something up on a Wednesday or Friday. That includes times where uh, I've had surgery and stuff, and I've always gotten a show up when it was supposed to be up, whether it was when we were doing one show a week or this. So, you know, I didn't want to do all this audio editing while I was there and not get new stuff post-shot show. So, like, I'm looking forward to being back in the studio tomorrow and doing what we usually do. But it was great being there. Um, all the guys in the house, which was a lot of us, uh, I was actually like racking my brain thinking of every single person that was there um, besides myself. Jack Murphy, of course. Travis Pike, who was in the room with me, who uh, snored very loudly at times. <laughs> if you're listening, though, I had a good time. Actually, I, I got to talk with Travis a lot, who's just a really awesome guy and I was saying like I hope to visit Florida at some time and hang out with him um Scott Whitner Eric Meisner Mark Miller Jens Hammer um which by the way are some names that you guys who listen to the podcast often might not be that familiar with because those are all the the dudes who are on the loadout room which is our site for guns and gear as is the arms guide which is a part of the loadout room so i i definitely don't plug it enough i am guilty of that it's loadoutroom.com they're all part of the hurricane family um and then also at the house was the odyssean the mysterious odyssean alex hollings first time meeting him uh james powell uh and kurt trotter this was actually my first time meeting kurt kurt was on a older episode and I'm looking forward to having him on more often. Really interesting guy. Great background as a Marine and also fighting as a volunteer with the Peshmerga. And he's now a full-time writer at the site. So uh, as of very recently. So I hope to have him have more of a presence on the podcast. Now as for the team room party itself, as you just heard, got some you know quick but good audio with the guys there. I, I know... Every year I go, I usually interview the um, attendees, and I got wrapped up in just so many great conversations with people who I've met before, who have been with the site for years, people who have been with the site for years but never went to a team room party, and then just new people who I've never met. And 
I was honestly just having fun getting to know these people and hearing what they like about the podcast and their suggestions, which I should throw out there. I heard so many suggestions from both staff members and listeners that I have to get Pat McNamara on. So that is a huge order of business because everybody is saying, get Pat McNamara on. So I will hopefully try to do that. Um, But I mean, I feel like the word is overused sometimes, but really humbling just seeing these people who listen on a regular basis. Um, One of our listeners who was telling me that he's recently um, became part of the Marines and as he was training for the Marine Corps, he was listening to this podcast all the time. And that's amazing to me. And I said to him, like, I'm an avid podcast listener. I really am. But I can't relate to that simply because, well, for one, I've never um, joined the military, as most of you know. But even when I'm doing something physical, it's always music for me. Podcasts are usually what I'm driving around to or doing errands around the house. Um, That's what I'll tune into. But that just means a lot to think that I and the guys at this site, the guys who have actually been there and done that, inspire people like that to go out and and fight for the country. And it's awesome. It's it's great. It's just wonderful to hear that. And I know I'm using a lot of synonyms there, but uh, it's it's really beyond words just to know that you have that influence and that you're both entertaining and inspiring people to reach their goals, whatever those goals may be. And hearing their stories was awesome. And I didn't want to, um, I don't know, I, I didn't want to trivialize these great conversations by like throwing a phone in someone's face and uh, getting some audio for the show. To me, it was just more important getting to know all of you guys who were there. And, and I, I really, uh, it was an honor and a pleasure meeting every one of you who was there and speaking with all of you. Um, most people like who are approaching me and saying, Hey, Ian, recognize your voice right away, which is, uh, you know, I, I don't get tired of that because it's, it's cool to hear. Uh, and the other guys who were at the team room party were Drew Wallace, Nick Betts, BK, Frumentarius, uh, and of course, our friends Red and Ajax. Um, Red is one of our brand ambassadors. Um, you've probably seen him during the Remembrance Rumble stuff. And he's big in the airsoft community, and but but he's a big dude that could kick your ass. So don't make fun of him. <laughs> he's he's a he's a big dude. I, I and I love seeing Red. And I should throw out there of those names that I mentioned. That was my first time getting to meet BK. First time getting to meet Frumentarius, and I'd say like of all these guys that are, that it was my first time meeting, it wasn't surprising who they were. You really do get to know these guys hearing their stories on the podcast, and they're no different in person. So it, it wasn't like meeting a new person for me when I meet these guys who write for this site. It was like seeing an old friend. Um, most of the guys are still actually at SHOT Show. Uh, I, I left earlier than most to get all this done, but I'm wondering if they're going to hit up that cry precision party because that's always kick-ass. I had a great time a few years back when it was the Mario Kart theme. Like, those guys go all out. So I'll have to hear all about it. If you go to softrep.com, these guys, even though, look, I'm not going to pretend this is all work and no play, these guys are definitely hard at work. As they were in the house, they're there with their laptops, writing out articles, writing out stories about SHOT Show. So go to softrep.com. 
And especially, I should say, because there'll be even more of it, go to loadoutroom.com because that's where you'll hear all of um, the gear reviews and all of the great stuff on the floor at SHOT Show. Um, With that, as you know, those guys from Crate Club were there. Scott Whitner is not only doing so much for the loadout room, but has been a huge part of Crate Club and making sure that we're picking gear that these guys would deploy with that they're really sold on. So become a member. It's CrateClub.us. From what I hear, there were companies like Daniel Defense and um, others just on the floor of SHOT Show, and they had images from Shot uh, from SoftRep TV. And, you know, everybody is aware of what Crate Club is doing. But for SoftRep TV, I should throw out there that there, while we were at SHOT Show, I think immediately before that pretty much, there was a new Inside the Team Room being recorded, and it was a special Sniper series. So Jason Delgado was there, as well as Nick Irving, uh, who's another favorite of the show, Isaiah Burkhart, Nick Betts, and I'm looking forward to seeing that. So if you haven't become a member of Soft Rep TV, you guys hear me talk about it every week. Well, not even, you hear me talk about it twice a week, uh, but... If you're not sold on it, I don't know what to tell you because there's a lot of great stuff coming and now is really the time to join. It's softreptv.us. Uh, once again, appreciate all of you who made it out. And if you didn't make it out, I hope to see you next year. I mean, this was a different setting than what we usually do in Vegas. The past few years when we've had a Vegas team room party because we've done them in New York as well. Um, we were at the top of the Mandalay, Mandalay Bay at the House of Blues Foundation Room, and it's an amazing view, but I would probably say this year was the best, and even though it wasn't quite uh, as extravagant in terms of the view or any of that, it was just an awesome turnout of fans of the show, and it was nice and quiet, so you got a chance to talk to everybody, and um, the waitresses there, the servers were awesome, uh, and the bartenders, and it was just a great staff, so um, we had had a great time. Uh, meeting everybody, and we're looking forward to doing it again next year. And before next year, I'm sure there'll be other events for Crate Club members and um, team room members and pro- possibly some book club events. So if you haven't joined all that stuff, we we really hope that you get on board because this is a lot more than just a podcast or a website. It truly is a community, um, and I love hearing from you guys. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's uh, at Ian Scotto, facebook.com slash Ian Scotto Radio. And of course, most importantly, follow the podcast's uh, social media pages at SoftRep Radio. And follow Brandon Webb at Brandon T. Webb because we've been doing great stuff with his Power of Thought podcast, which comes out every Friday. Um, and that's really it. Uh, Thanks once again to everybody I hung out with these past few days. Love going to Vegas. And for all of you at SHOT Show as uh, you're hearing this because it's wrapping up there. Hope you're enjoying and uh, a lot of you probably on your way back. Hope you had a great time. Have a safe flight. And we'll see you in just a couple of days with another kick-ass episode. You've been listening to Soft Rep Radio. New episodes up every Wednesday and Friday. For all the great content from our veteran journalists, join us and become a team room member today at softrep.com 
follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at SoftRepRadio. And be sure to also check out the Power of Thought podcast, hosted by Hurricane Group CEO and Navy SEAL sniper instructor, Brandon Webb.